Reb Nussin's Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 429. Greetings to all our comrades with a great love, in particular to my friend, the illustrious Reb Nachman, may his light shine, grandson of our master, teacher, and Rebbe of blessed memory. I also received the letter from Reb Mordechai on Friday, and you can be sure that I was simply delighted. I nonetheless trust in God's loving kindness that he will also help him, and that he will certainly not abandon him. At the end of his letter, in which he describes the bitter pain that he has over his livelihood and the humiliation that he has been experiencing, he mentions the bitterness caused him by his thoughts. One trouble on top of another, God save us. But, quite to the contrary, precisely because of this, I said, we can turn everything around to the, for the good. For since we see that he is still being so fiercely attacked and that the battle is raging around him on every front, we must therefore understand and believe that his drawing close to the point of truth is a matter of no small import, and that through it he has indeed achieved a tremendous amount. This is the reason they are assailing him so. The power of the Elder of Holiness surpasses all else, though, and God is a man of war. Without a doubt, he will also subjugate and put down Reb Mordechai's attackers, who exchange a world that endures forever for a passing one, and who go on to brazenly abuse his entire vitality and good point. He ought to be dancing and rejoicing that he merited to be in our portion. It is already known that all other idlers and money changers are also constantly quarreling. But him they are abusing for the most honorable thing that he has, that which is his entire vitality. He should trust God and rely on him, that he will certainly not abandon him, and that everything will turn out for the best. He too should read the above letter carefully, and he should pay close attention to these words. Let him constantly awaken anew like a person waking up from his sleep. Most of all, he should also sit and do nothing in his thoughts as well, and he should flee from sadness with all his might. He should turn all kinds of grief and sighing into joy, particularly the very abuse that he is suffering, and that he merited to escape from being an opponent to the essence of his vitality forever. Letter number 430 With God's help, Monday, Masse, 5603 Teplik. Peace and life to my dear beloved son, the illustrious and distinguished Rabbi Yitzchak, may he live, along with all his children, may they live. I received your letter here in Teplik today through the messenger who is the deliverer of this letter, and I read it carefully. I was really not as shocked as you imagined I would be. Your whole story is nothing new for me at all, and many righteous Jewish souls have gone through the same thing. I, too, endured even more than this, and now, too, many people are experiencing just the same sort of things. There are a great many people, however, who are much, much worse off than this, and they are not crying out about it at all. While the crying out is certainly of great value, for crying out is good for a person, Rosh Hashanah 16a, and even if a sharp sword is being held to a person's throat, he should not despair of asking God for compassion, Brachot 10a. Our Master, Teacher, and Rebbe of Blessed Memory, the Holy Light, also stressed this point emphatically. But all the same, when the pain and crying out turn towards depression, sadness, and grief, they are most harmful. Our Master, Teacher, and Rebbe of Blessed Memory said that depression is extremely injurious when it added to those evil urges which fall into the category of utter stupidity, as is written in Likutei Moharan 1.72 and in many other places.